how quickly the tables can turn and how big does this world get. We're going to talk all about it as we cover Attack on Titan, the final season, part one of a million, this week on Shonen and Suds. <sighs> Cody! Cody! Welcome back, bud. How are ya? David. I'm doing good, Chris. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, welcome. Welcome back. Yeah, man. We are back um, with more AOT, of course. Took it up. Love we, it. we took no breaks this entire show, Chris. Which is how you know it was well, good. It, it's, yeah, well, it's that and, like, that's a tough act to follow. Like, I kind of pity whatever comes after this because it's just, you know, it's just not going to hold up. Unless we get, like, another, unless we just do, like, another fucking banger, like, go into, like, season six of My Hero or something, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, Cody, when we're done with Attack on Titan, we need to go into, like, a known banger just so we don't feel that way. Or or we don't. We just, <laughs> we just take the L, you know, take the L. There you go. There and, you go. And that's actually funny you mentioned that, Chris, not to go on too much of a tangent, but I saw people mm-hmm. talking about on TikTok, like, I don't think people should have... Attack on Titan be their their first anime, like their first four way in the anime, and I was like, kind of does make sense because, like, what do you go to after that? Like, that, that's a good point. That is a very very good point. I mean, Chris, my buddy Tyler, who I couldn't get into anime at all, I got him to watch uh-huh. Attack on Titan, and I can't get him to watch Brotherhood. Like, you just can't get into it as much. Like, it's like I genuinely think the only like follow ups you can do is hope to God they like video games. And hit them with like Castlevania, yeah. or like Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Like I think that's it. But there's that caveat that they have to like like video games. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a very uh, it's a very tough act to follow. But Cody, there isn't a tough act to follow, or maybe there is, depending on where you're going. And of course, that is Shonen and Suds. I'm your host, Chris Adams. I am Chris- <laughs> Cody Snodgrass. I almost said Chris yeah, Adams. You're me. Yeah, I'm yeah, Chris Adams too. Man. Fucking oh man, I've been <laughs> you've been wearing the wrong underwear this whole time. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> but yeah, like we said, Cody, we are back for another, uh, you know, another uh, run and attack on Titan, and obviously we are now into the final season. So spoilers ahead. This is you know only a couple years old, so I can completely understand at this point if somebody has not seen it. Um, so this is where you jump off, but I really genuinely hope at this point that like you're, you're like everybody else, unless you're recording content, you started watching attack on Titan and you didn't fucking finish until you got caught up. So that's where we are. And I'm just stoked to talk about this, Cody. There's, there is, and obviously let me, uh, let me back up a second. We are covering the first eight episodes. We're splitting basically to where they're at up to current into three parts. We're doing what, Cody, 8, 8, and 12 is what we said we were going to do? Yeah, I believe so. We'll check the last part. 12 episodes. Plus 8, 16 plus 12 is 28. The math checks out, Chris. Yeah, we're doing 8, 8, We got 12. it. Yep. We did it. We did it. And, uh, Cody, there are some big moments that happen in this first eight episodes. Um, we're in, excuse me, well, I got the burps already. I haven't even opened my beer. Just preemptive. Um, we are we are introduced to a lot of new characters, and unfortunately, we say goodbye to some characters. Yeah, definitely say so, some tough ones. 
Especially this yeah, the final episode we're covering today. It is, yeah, yeah they're, they're, this is this is probably the one. Well, not the one that hurt me the most, but boy howdy, it's like it's a very close second. It's a photo finish because what happens here really shapes the rest of the season. Um, so I'm really really excited to dive in, Cody. But uh, before we get you know that far ahead, obviously uh, you know we got some news to talk about. We got some sips to sip. But Cody, most importantly. How are you doing? Are you good? Is life treating you okay? Oh, Chris, I'm great. Uh, you know, I'm I'm five days away from being 30 years old, Chris, which is... Uh, Holy shit, man. I'd kill sad. to be 30 again. It is sad, Chris. You know, my 20s, they flew by, you know? You had COVID had to that. fuck up the end here. Um, oh, that's right. Unfortunately. The fucking last lap. <laughs> unfortunately there. Um yeah, I'm I'm good, man. I, I I got I got to go, you know, not to not to brag too much, Chris. I got to go to the Final Fantasy Orchestra this week. Uh, Dude, how to, was it? Shout outs to Travis. Travis, Chris. Travis said he loved our Attack on Titan review. So, uh, but oh, he excellent. Has, he has not seen season four yet, so he unfortunately won't hear this until later. But oh man, uh, big shout outs to Travis. He he knew the bassist in the orchestra, so I got a free ticket. And that's uh, awesome. That was, was awesome. It, it was awesome, man. It, Great show. Hell of a guy, that Travis. Hell of a guy. Oh, absolutely. Um, I spent way too much money on merchandise, though. But, you know, that's another that's another story <laughs> for another time, Chris. I, I think I could do a uh, just a merchandise podcast, probably, with all of, all of my purchases that I make when I, I probably shouldn't, but... Uh, well, you're, you're a big collector guy. Like, you, you're big figures and pops and statue. Like, uh, well, well, Cody, you know, we, we can kind of dive into that real quick. I mean, this will be a quicker episode. Eight episodes goes by in hence, but, you know, I'm curious because, Cody, I'm not much of a collector. I'm a very specific type of collector. Like, uh, for example, Funko Pops, I typically only get ones of characters that I like. I don't have to get, like, the whole set. Um, what about you? And as far as the same thing with, like, statues, uh, you know, comic books, any sort of... Um, um, yeah, it needs to be like the character that I like, but for me to buy it. But what about you, Cody? Do you have like a system? Like what all do you collect and what is your, what is your method? So I got a little wild during like 2021 and that's when I, I think I started collecting Funkos it was like 2020 or 2021, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. Yeah, st- <laughs> stimulus yeah, hobby, absolutely. That's that stimulus money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> since then I've kind of cut off Funko Pops. I haven't bought one uh-huh. in... I honestly don't know how long it's been since I actually bought one. I've gotten a couple like for like Christmas presents and birthday presents and things yeah, like that. Yeah, same. Um, but I haven't bought one probably since the last time I went to a toy show, which was a while back. Um, but now I've reeled it back in, right? I, I'm now I'm just collecting the Final Fantasy stuff again. Um, I have a list of things that I want, like a priority list, basically of like, oh, if I have mm-hmm. you know the extra bread, I'll buy that. If not, don't worry about it. Um, yeah. But then you get a one, like the Distant Worlds concert, that's once a year, so I figured I'd splurge a little bit there. Um, but oh. I kind of just, if it's something I don't have, I try to, you know, I add it to the list. If it's something I find, because, I mean, when you're collecting, Chris, especially on something like Final Fantasy, where there's so many games and so many, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Like there's oh, six, I do. There's six collector's edition strategy guides of Final Fantasy twelve, for example. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it it's going to be, a, it's just, there's just a lot to get. So I just, I, I keep a list of everything I have and a list of everything that I plan on getting, you know, if, mm-hmm. whenever the time's right. Um, but yeah, Chris, the, yeah. The, the, the big problem with being a collector 
Because there's no place to store the damn stuff. So I just have, uh... I mean, on my Your floor... floor. <laughs> on my floor behind me, Chris, I have everything I bought at Distant Worlds. Uh, I have... 16 Funko mm -hmm. Pops just chilling on the ground because there's just no room. Um, Yikes. And then card binders, I mean... My, I just got a new Play Arts Kai in the mail, so that's... I have nowhere to put that. This Ryuk statue that just sits on my desk next to me now, because... <laughs> don't got no room. Um, yeah. Mostly, most of the time these days, it's just Final Fantasy stuff. Uh, now, though. Until they fuck around and make a Final Fantasy Funko Pop line, Chris, and then I will be a... Oh, my God. I will just be it's homeless. Done like... <laughs> I'll just be homeless, but I'll just have the pops in my hands, like... You can just build a shelter out of the pops. Exactly. No, I would want some. I would want like some a mono art, like not like not uh, clearly not Funko Pops, but like a mono art like statues. I would love that. Do those exist? Please say they don't exist, Cody. I don't think they do. Okay, um, good. Not that good, I know. Good, good. Obviously, there's a mono artwork that you can buy, but that's you know. Mm -hmm. You can also that's get a whole that printed can on of all, other, all other things. So. Um, exactly. Yeah, uh, a, lot, a lot of collectibles going on here, Chris. I don't even remember how we got here, Chris. Where where, where were we at again? We we, we were talking about uh, you know Final Fantasy, talking about distant worlds, and now you were talking about how you got a bunch of you know Final Fantasy play arts and things. So we just kind of went down that rabbit hole, Cody. Um, because again, the news is very light. Um, but as far as news goes, Cody, we got a. I think the most interesting thing is the fact that Viz Media um, has. Put a bunch of shit for free on YouTube. Yeah. Um, their YouTube channel announced uh, on on their blog on Thursday, I believe is what it was. This was on... <laughs> this was last Thursday. Um, <laughs> kind of old news. A little bit old news here. Um, they're streaming all of Death Note, Inuyasha, Hunter Hunter, Mr. Osamatsu, Naruto, and Sailor Moon. All for yeah. free. Like, just... Free as can be. Um... <laughs> Which I, I think well, it's, you it's, had me at Sailor Moon. Yeah, I think it's a great move. I think more, mm -hmm. um, I guess, organizations should start doing this. Like, if you have full ownership, like I think Viz fully owns like Death Note and Naruto. Mm -hmm. um, I think if you if you can, I think this is the way to go. Um, yeah, I agree. Because it's not like you can't also work out contracts with the streaming services. Like, you can also do that. Like. It's just more. It's it's free real estate, Chris. It's literally free real estate. Exactly. For for the for the short answer, yeah, it's exactly it's exactly right, Cody. It's free real estate. Um, but yeah, if it, you know, and with with these streaming services, especially Netflix, they're the ones that everybody's kind of keeping their eye on because they're they're dicking around with our password sharing. Um, you know, you can now watch Death Note, Hunter Hunter, Naruto, Sailor Moon, all for free. Um, those are all all yep. shows that are on Netflix. You can now watch for free, so. Yeah, and they're all excellent shows. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, so like uh, timeless, absolutely think... timeless. Watch Sailor Moon with the lady friends, or watch it with the boys, whichever you want to do. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we will support it. You know, <laughs> that's right. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I gotta scroll up because it, it looks like my hero spoilers there, so I gotta watch out for that. Oh, better um, watch out! Yeah, they're they're deep into the the. I don't like I don't like calling it Dark Deku, but like they're they're deep into that right now, at least on the anime. Now, do we know how many more episodes before it's done? 
Any idea? On I don't yet? know. Okay. I, I genuinely don't know where they're stopping. Um, I would imagine, like, because he's fighting a villain right now. Like, not a villain, but like somebody who, who just a, another character. And we do see another character come back. But, like, I have to imagine after he's done fighting who he's fighting to me, unless, unless they've already passed that, I've got like four episodes I need to watch. Um, I could see that being a logical stopping point because there's too much. Uh, they're not, there's no way they finish the whole like dark Deku thing before they end the season, but I could also see them doing that. Um, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it's supposed to be 24 episodes for this season. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, I haven't watched a, a lick of that yet. Haven't had any time. Um, but definitely looking forward to it. So, uh, well, trying good. to dodge these. It's really, really good. The only thing I know about is Evil Deku and one other mm-hmm. thing that I hope doesn't happen. But oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah, there's a there's there's a there's a couple things in season six that 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 go on. Like it's it's a really good season in my opinion. Um, yeah, there, there's actually there's a lot of really great things that happen in this season. So yeah, it's, it's season six is up there as far as like my favorite ones. Over, so yeah, I'm definitely excited to cover that once it gets all once they finish dubbing it and all that stuff. Um, outside of that, Chris, there's really like not a whole lot of news. Um, obviously we're kind of counting. There's nothing down the, that we're yeah nothing that we we really cover. There's a bunch of you know these poorly titled anime. Are getting oh, all kinds of spinoffs and movies about how you gain stat points by picking up girls at the dungeon of best <laughs> friends and slimes and whatever the fuck at else. the neighbor's house or whatever. Yeah, this is just a bunch of weeb anime got more uh, things. Yes, yeah, th- <laughs> these are all characters that come on body pillows. Yeah, and I and I think for us at least on the cast, uh, we're kind of mm-hmm. just counting down the days until March third. Um, that of course pretty much. The day that Attack on Titans final part one, the last part one of part ones begins. Which I um, can't wait. I can't fucking wait. And that's also when, um, what's it called? Demon Slayer is going to be in theaters too, right? Yeah, Demon Slayer also comes out that day. So that's a good day for watching anime. Um, mm-hmm. Looking like, I think, I think I saw the times. I believe it's like 725 Eastern. 725 mm-hmm. AM Eastern is when Attack on Titan drops, so. So I believe for you that right. would be nine twenty-five, ten twenty-five. Um. Well, it, that so J- Japan is seven twenty-five a.m. Right? No, I think that's. Oh wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because if it's just Eastern time, if it's just standard like Eastern Standard Time, it, that's seven twenty-five for me. I think that's it's okay, no, when I'm out of bed. Maybe it's nine twenty-five for you. I don't know, Chris. That morning, wake up, flip it on. That's all you got to do. That's right. Wake up, make some pancakes. <laughs> We're gonna fucking brunch it up. And then if you want to go see Demon Slayer later on that night, you know, tickets are available go. now. <laughs> 4K, no los dos, man. I'm going to do it all. Yeah, I think I'm going to take that day to just watch Attack on Titan, and then I'll do Demon Slayer like that mm-hmm. Sunday or something. Um, I'll probably need to watch AOT a couple times. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to process what happens. Yeah, I think I'm just going to do what I did last time. Where I watched uh-huh. it once. How I usually watch AOT or really anything new that I'm watching, like hot off the press. I'll watch mm-hmm. the subbed, and then when the dubbed episode comes out, I'll just watch that again, you know, just to mm-hmm. like, keep the memory fresh. That's what I did with Bleach, that's what I did with AOT. Um, noise. But, um, yeah, not a whole lot of news this week. Uh, it looks like Demon Slayer did get dethroned from the number one spot in Japan, but it doesn't say what 
it bumped it down. Not an anime, I know that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Not as big of a hit this time around in Japan, but of course it is. You know, half the content we have already seen. So. Right. Um, but I'm definitely still going to see that. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for the news, Chris. Um, so yeah, Attack on Titan Season 4. I'm ready to dive in, but you know, Chris, I, I, I'm doing all this talking. I'm, I'm a little parched over here. Uh, Cody, I am dying of thirst over here, so I need to know, and the people need to know, what's drinking? That was a good crack. All right. All that right, was Chris. solid. So, quick, quick, quick tangent here. The last uh-huh. week, I had the Lining Kugel's Juicy Peach. I had a six-pack uh-huh. of those. Uh, I had two for the podcast, and they tasted great. Now, Chris, uh-huh. I don't know what kind of what kind of fiasco they're running over there at Line and Kugels. <laughs> when I tell you that the remaining four of those tasted like ass, I mean just terrible. Really, I, dude? I I don't know. I, they had me in the first half. Like I I was like, this is great. It tastes <laughs> like peaches, and then it just became like not good. I cracked one later that night when I was watching Attack on Titan. I, I took one drink and I was like, I'm not drinking any more of that. Like I'm. Oh I'm no. Not. And then I just champed through the other three um, on Monday night just to get them out of the fridge. But I was like, man, I was disappointed because they have they have a couple more, a couple more flavors. And I was like, What's nah. Well, what? Oh, you, you skipped on them. I, I skipped on them. I'm like, I, I, I don't know oh, if I can scared. trust you. you. I don't know if I can trust you. You were burned. You, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me <laughs> twice. You know what they say. Yeah, I never. So Never get fooled again, I believe <laughs> is what W said. <laughs> That's right. So. Unless it's a summer shandy, they're on they're on my watch list. They're on, they're on thin fucking <laughs> ice. You hear that line in Google? Yeah. So uh, get your shit together. Make sure that whole six pack is consistent. Um, We're gonna stick Lord Byron on them. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, and then so I'm at the liquor store. I'm not getting those. They still don't have Yinglings because it's not quite March. And so mm. I landed, Chris. I I didn't want to get a six pack because I again I, I was already dedicated last week and it it went it backfired. So, I walked over to the Tall Boys. I pretty much had every Tall Boy in the case. Um, but they had, these, they had the Smirnoff Ice Smash Pink Lemonade. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds kind of good. It's actually raspberry lemonade. Ooh. Um, 8% alcohol. Um, it's a 16-ounce can, so it's it's not quite a Tall Boy, but, you know, it's it's like a it's like a teenage can, I guess. <laughs> That's right. You know, it's, it's, in, it's in between the Tall Boys and the Natty Daddies, so. Well, I'll be damned if I don't fucking respect that. Oh man, Chris. Yeah, this tastes like is something a teenager delicious? would drink. Honestly, this is. Oh a, no. This is a, a fruity. Um, it is good though. I'm not gonna lie. It is good. <laughs> it is just a fruity, tart, soury, uh, raspberry pink lemonade. Not. It's not bad though. I I can definitely I can get down with this. This is fine. You know, it it resets the palate from Line and Google, uh, betraying me. All right, all right. And eight percent alcohol, so it, you know it's that's half a we'll loco basically at this point. Oh man, it's a two loco. It's a dose loco. <laughs> yeah, dose loco is what this is. Um, oh that, baby, that's what I'm having this week, Chris. What about you? Well, Cody, I, I actually my journey today has been very very similar to yours. I was actually perusing the tall boy section myself. Um, nothing was really jumping out at me. Nothing really exciting. So. 
I also landed on a tall boy. Now, I, it's also like 85 degrees here randomly in the middle of fucking winter. Yeah. So I think you probably got so that same thing that we got just the other day. Yeah. It, was, it was like 65 outside. I walked out in a hoodie and jeans. I'm like, what the? Walked back yeah, well, I walked outside this morning to take the dog out in, in a hoodie and sweatpants. And I'm like, it's hot. What am I doing? I don't know what. I don't know what happened with that. We had tornado warnings and all kinds of stuff. Fucking wild, snow? man. What happened to the snow? <laughs> but it's February. It's February, for God's sake. But with that being said, Cody, I am just... Uh, the, the laws are out the window because I am sipping on a black cherry 24-ounce white claw tall boy. Oh, man. <laughs> the extra TV static TV static. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We are there. They know laws when you're sipping claws, is what the kids used to say. Love that. Yeah, it's been a minute since we had a white claw on the show. Probably, like, mm-hmm. might have actually been years since the last time we had one. I was either going to get this or the, the Natty Daddy, but, you know, we're not doing that. Yeah. We're not getting the Natty Daddy. Not on an 85-degree day, no. <laughs> no, no it's too hot for that, dude. <laughs> it's like, That's the thing. Like, I wanted something, like... I almost bought, like, because they had, like, the tall boy of, like, the Baja Hard Mountain Dew as well. I'm like, 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 since took over, and I was like, Cody, because I, 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 Sam was standing right next to me, and she was like, well, what, what are you going to get? The Mountain Dew? I was like, that can't be good for you, though. Like, that much Mountain Dew just can't be good for you. Oh, it Even is. if it's, like, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I can drink like it's like mozzarella sticks, Cody. You, you buy string cheese. You're not going to eat more than one. But you take that same string cheese and you fucking like batter it up. You'll eat like 10 of them. But I'll drink a, like three or four of the 12 ounce cans. But you put that fucking 24 ounce big boy in front of me. And it's like, I don't want that. That seems like it's a bad idea. It's a great idea, Chris. I, but th- I think the problem is that <laughs> we've probably had the Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Combined like mm-hmm. eight times on this podcast. I know. For I sure. know. I've at least had it five times. Um, that shit's good. And I know I've had it twice. It's, it's so it's, good. It's it's just too good. Um, yeah. And it, I don't know about your liquor store, but they put it up top. Like it's it, it it's in the premium oh, spot, top right at eye level. You know. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got the fine because it, 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 here in Virginia, I don't know how it is over there, but uh, you can buy beer, wine, and stuff at grocery stores here. I know every state's different. Um, but you have to, you have to buy liquor at a state store. They have out, uh, ABC stores is what they're called. Um, and that's where you buy your liquor, but beer and wine and mixers and stuff. You can buy it. Excuse me. White claw burps. You can buy those. Excuse me. You can buy those at grocery stores. So that's right. It is fucking change the channel, but the Mountain Dew ones to your point, the Mountain Dew ones are right there at high level. All of them. It's just, it's prime real estate. Yeah, yeah, here in Missouri, we just you can buy anything at Walmart. So, um, I I usually choose to go to the liquor store though, just because they have a bigger variety. Yeah, um, makes sense. Fryer yeah. Tux, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Fryer Tux is a little too far. Um, oh, okay. But no, I go up to. I, I think it changed names again. I think it's called the Royals. <laughs> oh, the Royals. There's an the same guys been like working the baseball there the whole team? time, but they change the name like once every like three years to kind of just keep you on your toes. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. It's kind of like when I like a we furniture. Might be some shady business. It's like the furniture places around here. Like they're they're always mm-hmm. going out of business, but they're never closed. I'm like, when, when are you they, guys going to close they, down? <laughs> like, dude, there's a Haverty's Furniture on Broad Street here that's been going out of business for like 20 years. Like, when, like 
<laughs> shut it down. Like, I don't... Yeah. Like, we're, like if you're hemorrhaging money, your that's... <laughs> we get it. You're... I'm hip to your game, sweetheart. You're a furniture store. We know you're laundering money. It's okay. We know. <laughs> like everyone knows. Nobody cares. But like, just call it's it a fine. sale. You don't gotta keep going out of business. You, we know you're doing fine. All right. Um, yeah, it's fucking President's Day, man. Just run the sale. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no one's gonna judge you. Exactly. Um, you know enough about. Uh, going out of business, Chris, because we are back in business. Um, we are goddamn right we are, but this time, Cody, we are we are across the pond, as it were. And um, like I said, Cody, I absolutely loved season four in its entirety. These first eight episodes are fucking phenomenal, and I love just the the tonal shift of this show. Um, and I'm going somewhere with this. I love how as you get into season four, it just kind of makes everything that you'd seen up to this point just feel so small that like all like there's just so much this big fucking just civilization and war machine was existing outside of the only world that we and the characters in this in this show knew they thought that they thought just outside. They didn't know what was outside the walls. They thought they were just fucking free range chickens living there in, behind these walls. And then, like you know, obviously at the end of season three, we got some. We were kind of brought up to speed and kind of started to see this big picture. But they drop us right in, Cody, and I. And that's why I remember how in the last couple of weeks I've been saying that the the intro to season four, which I, I you know I just I absolutely love all of them. But this one is my favorite because it just it just encompasses all of those feelings that I had when I started watching this season. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Just and I just I get so attached to a lot of these characters that we're introduced to. Yeah, definitely. I mean, once again, another banger intro. Um, oh yeah, and I mean another just. Like you said. And it's when the soldiers are marching, man, while the thing's going on. It's like, God, this feels so fucking World War II, man. Like, we're we're just being dropped into the anime equivalent of Nazi Germany. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like, like you mentioned, like, towards the end of Season 3, the world kind of opened up, but now we kind of get to flesh that out a little bit. Um, yeah. And obviously we're going to meet a ton of new characters here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. So, Chris, we can, we can kind of just dive in because... Yeah. You, you mentioned war, Chris. We're we're get, we're dropped right into another. Dude, we are. There's tanks war. and trenches. That's yeah, trench warfare. We got muskets and all. I mean, <laughs> fucking grenades and armored trains. Fucking all that. We, all that was missing, Cody, was the fucking red baron up in his biplane flying around with his scarf flapping in the breeze. <laughs> yeah. Um. And basically, Chris, we're introduced to, um. Uh, the Marlian Warriors, as they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, they're basically, well, first we meet Falco, I believe, is the first guy we see. Yep, Falco Eddie or Falco Edie or Falco, no, Falco Grace, like Grace. Grace, Gracie or yeah. Gracia. Yeah, because yeah, even Commander uh, McGath calls him Grace a lot of the time. Um, that's right, that's right. And basically, uh, they're at war against the Middle East Allied Forces, um, mm-hmm. which it, it's more of just like a. It's not really much of a war. It's like they're just taking care of business. I feel. I feel like. I feel like there's no match here. They they try to hype it up, but it's like you guys have titans. I don't. 
I'm not. <laughs> I'm not buying that they even stood a chance for a second. Um, but they're fighting no, against the Marlians now. When the first, when season four first started, I, I kind of thought I was like, wait, are we fight? Are they fighting against the people on Parodies? Like, no, 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 no. These are these are guys that are also Marlians. Just kind of disagree with them. Um, and basically, this picks up. Also, Chris, we we time skip forward a little bit. This is four years after. Um. Airtolt was taken and eaten. Um, Rhina. Yeah, like this. This is coming off of them basically losing yeah. to Levi's squad there at the end of season three. Yeah. So four years have passed. Um, they're uh, in this in this trench war. Uh, we meet Falco. We meet Falco's older brother Colt, um, mm-hmm. who is Colt is scheduled to be the next uh, Beast Titan. Uh, we meet Reiner's cousin. Uh, Gabby. Uh, Gabby is basically Falco's love interest. Uh, Gabby is pretty much the the top student uh, among the the warriors selected, um, among these kids selected to be the next Titans. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yep. Then we meet Udo and Zofia as well. They're the other two that are kind of part of this group. Yep, because they really kind of let us know about this. You know, these these nine titans that you know these name titans effectively that they they're training people to become the next iteration of these which i think is really really cool which gives us a little and we eventually get some more insight but this made me start thinking of like when i watched it the first time made me start thinking of bertolt and reiner and uh and annie i was like i wonder if they went through this too you know what i mean and clearly we find out that they went through literally this exact same thing because we get a lot of moments with Reiner seeing these kids and like just remembering back to when he was their age, that kind of thing. Which, by the way, Cody, for four years later, why does Reiner look like he's in his fucking fifties? I don't know. He he like looks like he's like at least like late thirties, early forties. Like, like dude, you were fucking sixteen like ten minutes ago. What happened? <laughs> he was like that eighteen-year-old kid playing <laughs> peewee soccer. Yeah. Like, man aged horribly. I don't know what's going on with him. Um, Maybe his parents just wanted him to eat off the kids' menu as long as they could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, meanwhile, down in the trenches, Chris, uh, we got these four kids. They're kind of they're kind of pinned down where they're at, and Colt suggests to uh, Commander Theo McGath. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, I believe he's just in charge of the entire military for Marley. Yeah. For them, like, at least the ground soldiers, like, there might be some old head that's, you know, sitting up in a tower somewhere. Yeah, but then this is your boots on the ground guy. He's, he's, he's going to be the guy to make sure you get shit done. He is, your, he is your fucking master sergeant. He is the guy in the trenches. Yeah, and Colt basically goes to him and he's like, we need to send out the warrior titans um, to help knock back these Mideast allied forces. He's like, nah, he's like, they have, you know, the, these anti-cannon, anti-titan cannons. Um... And that's when Gabi, she comes up with her little suggestion. Yeah. Um, and Gabi, she honestly, she reminds me a lot of Sasha. Like, uh, yes. kind of like, kind of like a mix between Sasha and, um... And honestly, Sasha and Aaron is the vibe I get. Very well, passionate. I would say, yeah, Aaron too. Um, but uh, what's the other girl's name? Why can't I think of it? Hanji. Mikasa? Yeah, maybe, maybe it's more of Hanji and Aaron, honestly. Mm, Hanji, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, she, I mean, she also has, like, brownish reddish hair so like that's probably uh-huh. why I'm, I'm getting that but she's also like holding like a <clears throat> like a collection of hand grenades and she's like I can use this to 
disable the train. Um, and she actually asks if she can take off her armband because these guys are uh, Eldians. And so, you know, with permission by McGath, she goes out with this grenade bomb that she's built uh, and pretty much ties it to her ankle and pretends mm-hmm. to be just like an innocent person walking towards these soldiers. Yeah, which, by the way, this fort they're trying to take is, like, they are dug, they're pretty dug in. Oh, yeah. yeah and they, I mean, they've got bunkers that, she's walking up to these two soldiers that are in a bunker, and mm-hmm. the train tracks are coming through there, and that's where yep. there's this big armored train that's like Mideast Allied Forces' new weapon. Which, by the way, the this whole this these forces have anti-Titan cannons. Like their weaponry is strong enough to like blast through Titans. Yeah, I think they even mentioned that like it's strong enough to, mm-hmm. to pierce the armored's armor. So yep, nothing to be messed around with. Um, but Gabby, of course, she pretends to be uh, you know this innocent kid, and the, the soldiers are kind of reluctant to shoot at her. And she collapses, you know, purposely playing up the role. Mm-hmm. Throws this bundle of throws this bundle of grenades. Fucks up the train. Sure enough, Chris, they fucking take out the the armor train, and then uh, on her way back, she ends up getting protected by Galliard. Uh, Galliard is Marcel's. Little brother? I believe it's his little brother. Yeah, it's his little brother. And and Marcel, as we remember, was the one who was eaten by Ymir. Yeah, so seeing Galliard with the Jaw Titan, you kind of put two and two together, and they kind of touch on it a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ymir basically was stripped of her Titan powers and eaten by Galliard. Um, yeah, and I want to say too. Doesn't the uh, while that's going on, I want to say right after that happens too, Cody. That's when the uh, that's when you see like the airships overhead. And uh, that's where we see our boy Reiner. And uh, Reiner drops. Is, does Reiner drop in first, or do they fucking inject the people and throw them out of the plane like fucking bombs? Yeah, we see a bunch of people, and they they don't look like they're doing too well. Like they look kind of sketchy. They are there by force, Cody. They they did yeah. not volunteer to be on that plane. Yeah, and basically, um, they're all like thrown. They off were this voluntold. Plane. Yeah, thrown off this plane onto or above. Uh, the Mideast base, basically. And then Zeke does his scream ability. All these guys turn into titans, pure titans, and just start fucking destroying everything. A lot of them die on impact just because of the drop. <laughs> um, fucking the Operation Dumbo drop them in, dude. I love it. Yeah, and then, of course, uh, Zeke and Reiner also transform into their titans, both the beast and the armor. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they just start fucking laying waste. I mean, it's four titans against none, and they just took out your big your big new weapon, like they're really no no match for this. Um, there's yeah, one fucked. there's one moment where Reiner almost gets caught, but Galliard um, kind of saves him. Galliard <laughs> honestly saving the day it, multiple times throughout this. Even this Galliard little section. Galliard's like one of my favorite. He's one of my favorites in this season. He's a he's got cool haircut yeah. and two. Like I like the Jaw Titan. Yeah. Well. I, like, we never saw it with the Jaws, really, before this. Like, mm-hmm. Ymir was just, like, yep. this ugly gremlin thing. Yeah. The fucking Gollum Titan. Yeah, Galliard's got a cool haircut, and he's got the Jaws. Like, mm-hmm. And the fucking mask, by God. Yeah. That's uh, right, that is the Jaws, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, mask, Jaws, whatever you want to call it. I guess it does kind of cover up his his entire face. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he he, uh, he saves Gabby earlier, and now he saves Rhino. 
Um, because Rhino kind of almost just got caught. Dude, he gets fucking blasted by those anti-Titan guns. Like they like shoot his fucking arm off, and it was like, oh my god! Like this is what war. This is, and that's where it was like, dog. This is what the war is like outside of fucking Paradise Island. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <clears throat> um, and then of course the Beast Titan does a standard, you know, crunch up rocks and throw them, and he completely fucking annihilates their their fleet that they had. Right. Ends what what we come to find out has been this four year war. So basically, they've been at war. I mean, the moment Paradis failed, like they got the Titans back, and they were in war with the Mid East Allied Fleet. I think they tried to capitalize because they mm-hmm. found out about the Paradis uh, mission failing. Um, Sounds just like real life, doesn't it, Cody? Oh, absolutely. Um, and you know, after that, you know, the war. Kind of closes, and we kind of spend the next couple episodes kind of getting to know these these new characters. Um, but Zeke definitely has a plan that they need to they need the founding titan. That's that's still the main goal. Like they have to they yes. have to accomplish that mission. Um, yeah, because they're they're having that little meeting afterwards in the uh, in the chamber with all the big wigs, and they're just like they're to the point where they're like. The, the Titans effectiveness just isn't what it used to be. And like, they're like the minute they like the minute the other nations come up with like ways to just bomb us like from the sky, like they're like, we're just fucked. And that's when like the, I guess whoever's in charge is like, they, they, uh, they, they you don't have to have a Titan with wings. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then this also just continuing kind of into the next episode. Mm-hmm. They also mentioned that, like, all the ships that they've sent to Paradise for the last three years, no, nothing has returned. Mm-hmm. Like, it's clear that they they have gotten to the edge of, like, they've gotten to the water. Like, they know, like, they, they, they've expanded beyond the walls at this point. Um, yep. So and they, like, I mean, they know that... It's just a matter that, of time, uh... really. Yep, and they know that two of the Titan, two of the Big Nine, are under control. Like they know the Colossal and the Attack Titan are definitely alive and well on Paradise Island. Yeah, um, uh, and then we kind of get to meet Galliard uh, outside of his Titan form. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as cool as he is inside the Titan. Uh, he fucking rags on Reiner like all the time. Like basically just keeps calling. Right, basically just tells Reiner he's a piece of shit. Like the, any chance he gets. Yeah, and he, he blames Rana for a lot of things because um, Marcel, his brother, dove into the way to mm-hmm. save Rhyna. Um Rhyna also yep. was the one who beat out Galliard to earn the Armored Titan, so Galliard kind of just got left yep. in the dust. Um, mm-hmm. And this is kind of where we start to see, like, uh, Rhyna see himself in the kids because he re- it, he's reminded by of himself by Falco because Falco wants to protect mm-hmm. Gabby. Um, so Falco's it, a good kid. Falco, like, like, Cody. There's a couple things that happen in this season. You learn that, like, Falco is genuinely just a good person. Falco's a good kid, and you learn that Gabby is the most racist bitch on God's green earth, dude. <laughs> oh my god, to her own she's people, so even. racist. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, to um, her own fucking people, to, to her own people, because obviously they're Eldians, but if they're selected as a a warrior, then they get to be honorary Marlians. Honorary Marlians. What a title that is. Um, Jeez. Yeah, and then we also get to meet Peak. Um, Peak is the cart titan. 
yeah, that we got to see in uh, in the season before. And then she also has some neat little artillery, Cody. Because uh, I don't remember if we got to see it in the first episode, but, like, fucking people riding on her back with fucking cannons. Fucking, yeah, she's she got, like, an armored mask on. Yeah, she's got all kinds of cool armor. And, like you said, she basically has, like, a, a, a bunker on her back that has, like, four Pretty much. And all kinds of shit, like... Very cool. like a fucking dino rider, man. Yeah. That's an 80s reference for you. <laughs> we also learned that she um, she can be... I, I can't remember where... I think it's when they're going over like who is selected to be the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we learned that she can stay in her Titan form for like days and days and days. Um, like We see her here after the war ends, and she's like walking around on two feet, but she needs crutches because she's like so used to being like running around on all yeah. fours. Like, that's how. Because that's what she, she said. She- like she's been yeah. in her Titan form for like she can just stay in it like. Mm-hmm. And she even said that like she like she just often forgets what it's like to walk around as a biped, and like there's like a moment where like she's like walking through her, like something and she like scares the shit out of like yeah she I can remember if she's either like laying on the ground or she basically scares the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Yeah, she she is definitely uh, not used to walking around like a regular, like a regular person. Um, huh. Then with the, with the war being over, they uh they take the train back to their encampment, really. Yeah, to Libero or or whatever. Yeah, Liberio. Um, Liberio. Which is basically, just a fucking like an internment camp, really. Like it's not like, oh. like yeah, like they're praising each other. Like the soldiers are like, yeah, great job, Gabby. You you basically like helped in the war and all this stuff. But like, then you realize like they're still just like. Monsters to Marley, and it's like they're just not. It's not like a, a high praised moment. Like the regular soldiers who aren't really doing anything. Like all the Titans are still yeah. looked down upon. Like all the kids. That yeah, are, they give you a very reluctant high five. Yeah. Um, and so you know they reunite with their families. Um, Gabby and Ryan are sit down with their families for dinner. Um, mm-hmm. And then Falco and so Cole. we get a really great moment in this episode, Cody. It's the weirdest conversation of the show. Where who is it? Uh, not um, it's not Falco, but his older brother. Um, Colt. Uh, what's his name? Colt. 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 Yep. Yep. He, Colt, because Colt is the one who's in line to become the next Beast type. Right. And they have that conversation with him and Zeke, and Zeke's like, I'll show you how I wipe my ass or something like that. And then fucking uh, the fucking commander walks up and he's like, nope, you tell us everything. You tell us how you do it. I want to know every detail. <laughs> yep. Commander McGath. I was like, what the fuck are they talking at? Yeah. That's right, Commander McGath. Because I mean, he sounds like he sounds like a like a retired BMX racer. <laughs> Definitely an interesting conversation there. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to think of what else happens in episode two. I guess this is where we're kind of kind of introduced, introduced to the Tiber family, yeah, I the, believe. Yeah, this noble Tiber family. Oh, Willie Tiber. <clears throat> yeah, and basically, um, the Tiber family is kind of like its own entire story, but it's kind of been. Uh, I guess skewed. Um, but basically, the Tibers are in control of the Warhammer Titan. Um, mm-hmm. And they're basically setting up this festival in Liberio with this uh-huh. big, like, play kind of show um, to announce the war against Parodies. 
Yep, and they're, they've invited like uh, like diplomats and dignitaries from other nations and their allies that are going to be there. Like they're turning this to this into a really big how to do. Yeah, all the big wigs are going to be there um, from countries mm-hmm. that we don't even know about, like places that we don't even know about. Um, and then I guess one more thing that I kind of rushed, I didn't even mention. Um, we mm-hmm. also see like these like almost soldiers with like PTSD, like. In like yes. um, and actually, it's Falco that goes up to him and like kind of helps one of them up or helps a couple of them up. And we uh-huh. see somebody that looks awfully familiar. Um, they have old Johnny One Eye over here. Yeah, one leg, one eye. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Looks awfully familiar. Um, we'll put a pin in that for now. Um, oh yes, uh, Kruger, Mister Kruger, I believe is his name. Yeah, even the name, and we know that name, Kruger. We've that's the uh-huh. animal. Um, that's right. <laughs> yeah, the Tiber is basically they, the main guy, Willie Tiber, is essentially holding the show to kind of tell the story and then mm-hmm. declare war on parodies. Um, and then moving right along, um, this is where we kind of get to see Rhino. Rhino is definitely going through it, man. He is very like depressed. Yeah, well, because I mean, you got to figure, even. man. Like he's been. Well, he's also been there, like, while well, well, they were all fucking around over here, like, Reiner's been there, like, been in the trenches since, like, day one, like, you know, even, like, like day, like, day zero, they were there, like, they were part of, like, that first mission to take, retake Parody Silence, so Reiner's kind of been fighting, and he's gotten, he's gotten his shit beat in a few times, you know what I mean, like, he, I don't know, man, like, he's, he's not, I don't know, like, you can definitely tell there's, there's something internally going on with him. Which is really cool, which really starts to play out more uh, throughout this season. Like, Reiner might actually be, dude, Reiner might actually be my favorite character in this season. Yeah. I, I, like, I honestly, can... he's just a great story with him. Yeah, definitely. And this is the episode where we get to see a lot of him as a kid, you know, mm-hmm. um, outworking Galliard to earn the spot for the Armored Titan. Um, mm-hmm. And this, Galliard's actually his last name, his first name's Porco. Um, which is what Pete calls. Yep. Um, which, by the way, uh, Falco is actually the one next to inherit the armored Titan, or is, is supposed to be, or the kid. Actually, I'm sorry. We should have mentioned that before. I want to say like him, Gobby, and somebody else. I want to say they're competing to inherit the armored Titan. Yeah, I think Gabby's next in line for it, and, Fal- mm-hmm. and Falco is basically trying to protect her and not have to have her go through that. And Reiner kind of encourages mm-hmm. him to like. Yep. You know, to kind of like, especially in this episode, is when he like urges him to like, you want to protect her, then you better out, like, you got to outwork her, like, literally what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean you got to twist and cage him? You got to outwork everyone? Exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we we find out Reiner's father's kind of like just a piece of shit, Marlian. Oh my god. He basically dude. just slept with an Eldian and had Reiner and didn't even care. And so, like, even when Reiner was selected as one of the the warriors, like he still didn't even care. Like he just rejected mm-hmm. everything. Um, and then we get to see some of the flashbacks of like, you know, Annie and Bertolt and Marcel and Reiner like going on their mission. Like, or, like they have like mm-hmm. a parade before they leave, and like it, it's cool just to see like, you know, it's we a have big how to do. Yeah, we get to see just more of that. Um, we see Marcel once again save Reiner um, to only mm-hmm. be devoured by Ymir's Titan. Um, and at that point, when Ymir, like, ran off after eating him, Annie, and Annie was like, look, 
mission's over. Like, without Marcel, he's our leader. Like, we're shit out of luck. Like, uh-huh. I'm going to p- pack it up and head home. Uh, but Rhino, like, convinced her and Bertolt to just keep on going, and that's when they... You know, of course... And that's when this whole thing kicks off. Yeah, obviously they assaulted Walmaria and all that stuff, and eventually became soldiers, and, you know, I mean, all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But you, we get to see more of the inside stuff between these three, like them just talking and, like, Annie mm-hmm. sneaking off and actually running into Kenny Ackerman, like, down in the underground, like, trying to figure out information about the founding Titan, like... Mm-hmm. We get to see just some cool little insight to what we didn't get to see it's in, like, so the first huge. And just how huge this fucking world is, man. Like it's such a, just such a brilliantly put together story. I, I can't, I can't stress that enough. And I, I, as I was watching through this most recent season, Cody, like I was starting to like, just be more mad at myself that it took me this long to get that far. Cause it's, it's honestly, the manga is probably, I, I, my wife and I read a lot of books right now. The manga is like top runner for like the best stuff I've read this year. Um, Oh, I so, it, yeah. like, this, this story is just so fucking brilliant, dude. And every time they, they're able to connect the dots, because what I love, Cody, is that, not to go off on a tangent, but, like, they connect the dots like this so seamlessly. And the way they connect these characters, like, they, they'll do they'll do so much stuff that just seems so minuscule and just kind of in the background. But it it's usually means something bigger and you don't realize it until you go back and, like, experience it a second time. Just so good, dude. I, I can't say enough about this. Yeah, even, like, just reactions to certain events that happen. Like, you can yeah. look at each character's face and, like, oh, he actually knows, like, what this Beast Titan is. Like, uh-huh. when the Beast Titan first appears, like, their reaction. I mean, just small so stuff. So like brilliant. Uh, yeah, and then Rhino, this is Rhino, he's remembering all these past memories and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, kind of gets out of that, Chris, and then this is when he puts a gun in his mouth, Chris. He's ready to end it all. Um, yeah, dude. And he always stops himself because he hears Falco and the gang outside, and he's like, look. Uh-huh. You know, he, it kind of encourages him to keep going. Like, there's Falco and, the, and Gabi and the other kids. Like, he can be a mentor to them, all this stuff. Uh, yeah, like, he's such a tro Dude, Reiner's such a cool character. And I didn't realize how cool he was. I guess like, he's my favorite character in this season by far, just because of just how haunted he is, right? Like, he's just kind of haunted by everything that's happened, like his own, just his own mindset, like just such a, and clearly, you know, you mentioned the other soldiers that have the PTSD, like Reiner's probably suffering worse than anybody. Yeah, definitely. Um, And then we, eventually we flash over to Falco, who's kind of frequently stops by the hospital and, He's speaking with like an Eldian soldier who we saw before, the guy with the one leg. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, the the soldier admits that he's faking this amnesia that he has to avoid being sent back home. Uh, and mm-hmm. this person is going by Kruger. We clearly know this is Aaron. Um, <laughs> yes, like it, and he, he tricks Falco into just hey, I'm not taking this over to the mailbox for me, young lad. There's a popsicle in it for you. Yeah. Um, so Aaron, of course, being disguised as Kruger, um, asks Falco, basically Falco, to send letters from outside the internment zone. Like, he basically gets him to send the letters to his friends because we see in like the the post credits that like it looks like Gene is already in Marley, like. He's got like a top hat. He's, you know, he's disguised up too. Um, Looking fresh. Yeah, but Aaron's been using Falco to send letters to, to the old crew. 
Uh, and by the way, Cody, this may be the White Claw talking. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. You just have to cut. People have to come back for the next couple episodes. I fucking hate Aaron in this season. Like, I want to just, just, just throw him out of a moving car. I hate him so much in this season. It only gets worse after episode eight. Um, <laughs> oh my god! It's just all fucking downhill from here, dude. I was gonna say we have to we have, we can't go too far on that though. Um, <laughs> but um, so yes, Falco basically posts the letters for him from outside the internment zone. Um, meanwhile, Willie Tiber, we meet like kind of the whole Tiber family, but he doesn't. He, he chats with McGath, and he he doesn't reveal who the Warhammer Titan is. Like all all we know is that they have the Warhammer Titan, and then they kind of like pan through all of them. Like who could it be? Um, what a great fucking name for a Titan, by the way. Yeah, yeah, definitely sounds very cool, and it is a very cool Titan, which we'll come to see here very soon. Uh, Absolutely. And basically, he meets up with Magath, and they. And this is where they come out with like, he plans to basically restore balance between Eldian and Marley because he's actually Eldian, but they're like this royal family that people like because they were related to um. What was that soldier? Helos? I think it's yeah. Helos. Um, it, it's like this Marlian hero who like stopped the War of the Titans and all this stuff, and he had this alliance with the Tiber family. So the Tibers are like royal Eldians that Marlians don't like hate. Like they love Willie Tiber mm-hmm. and his family, um, and so that's why they kind of use him to be the guy that like encourages the other nations to go on war again against Paradis. Um. So sorry, there's just a lot, a lot going on here. Um, yeah, we we get kind of a lore dump here, and it's it's that lore that again just really fucking opens stuff wide. You get a lot of bag, deep history, and it all it all starts making sense when you look back at what we've already learned about how people ended up behind the wall and shit like that. Yeah, um, and then you know we 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 go back to another talk between Aaron being Kruger again. Um, chatting with Falco and Chris, we see this guy who the doctors refer to as Mr. Jaeger. Um, this is yeah, actually no. this is actually technically Aaron's grandpa. Right Wild, him, like, and he's clearly like all messed up in the he's head. He's batshit, like, dude. Yeah, he's batshit. Um, and he like blames himself for his wife's death and like just all kinds of stuff. And it's like it's just weird to see like, like. You don't like it, it, it's kind of hard to connect the dots at the time. Like, that's Grisha Jaeger's dad. Like, it's just weird to like see him like that. Um, but then you know, we flash forward or we get to the to the big event, the big day. This you mm-hmm. know, all, all, all the big wigs are in town, they got the army there just in case. Um, <laughs> they're gonna need a lot more than that. Um, and Willie starts to tell his story, uh, almost in like a form of like a theatrical play. Um, mm-hmm. So everybody's just kind of enjoying the festival, all this stuff. Uh, meanwhile, Chris Falco grabs Reiner. This is actually in the post credit scene, um, which I forgot to watch the first time through, just because I hate when anime does, like, sometimes has a post credit scene and sometimes doesn't. Um, I only know they have one because Hulu will, will not go to the next episode. If there's a, if there's a cut scene, like a back uh, a post credit scene, Hulu will not go to the next episode. Really? Okay. Well, then, I, yeah. I wish I would have known that because I actually skipped past it and I got to episode five and I was like, I was like, wait, wait, wait. There's definitely a post credit scene here. And I mean, I've seen, I, obviously, I've seen this season like four times now, so it wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't too big of a deal. Um, but in the post credit scene, 
Um, you know, you have Gabby and Udo and the whole gang, they're all sitting down, and Falco ends up grabbing Reiner, and he's like, hey, I got a guy that wants to meet you. And so he takes Reiner, you know, into this room where Kruger Aaron is, and obviously Reiner immediately recognizes him as Aaron. Like, oh, absolutely he does. What, what a cool f- scene, Cody. Like, what the fuck is he doing here? And Chris, this is when, episode five is when shit. Dude, just fucking, it becomes just gasoline. Attack on Titan gasoline edition. Yeah, shit, this is where shit kicks off. Um, so we we have Aaron and Aaron and Rhina and Falco in the room where Aaron and Rhina are talking. While that's going on, mm-hmm. Willie's outside on the stage doing this presentation to the audience. Um, and he tells this 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 well-known story uh, among Marlians. About yeah, about the, like the first Titan War and shit. About the hero Helos, um, who formed a, an alliance with the Tiber family to defeat the Eldian king, King Fritz. We've we've heard that name before. Um, we have. <clears throat> however, he reveals. I'm just reading this Wikipedia um, line for line because it's. Oh no! We no way we have. I, I was that was me agreeing. I questioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely I, have. I was just saying because they they do a much better job than I ever could. Um, nah. But he reveals that Fritz and the Tiber family fabricated the myth themselves, um, and that King Fritz actually just wanted peace. And so that's why he had that that ideology that he passed down from generation to generation. Uh, and we saw that with um, fuck, who was the the king that Kenny was friends with? Oh, Rod Rice. No, 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 no. Rod Rice's brother. Rod. Oh, fucking. Dave but we see that that ideology continued to pass through the bloodline um, the bloodline and, and the, yeah god damn it Chris acknowledge me acknowledge King Fritz uh, that's right and that's when you know he wanted King Fritz wanted this piece and that's when he went to Paradise Island with some of his people he he Erected the walls with the wall with the colossal titans, um, and basically said like, you know, it was basically like a fake threat to the rest of the Marlians. Like, hey, if we ever attack us, like all this, we'll start the rumbling. And but it was just a it was just a front. Like he, they were never planning to actually do that. He just wanted peace, and that was it. Uh-huh. Um, which obviously this is comes as a shock to a lot of the Marlians because they're like, wait, I mean, they've known this story to be one way for so long. Like, they called them mm-hmm. island devils because they were threatening them the entire time, which none of that was really true. It was all just a a big fucking lie, yeah, to a, be honest. Yeah, and, and and it's so crazy, like, because we also, I want to say in this episode, too, we get, like, a really big, like, we get, like, a flashback of of Willie Tiber getting ready for this event, and you get this vibe that like he knows what's getting ready to happen. Like I don't think, and maybe we get this part a little bit later after what happens fucking transpires. But whatever he's doing, he knows. Like this is it. Like this, this is going to change everything. Yeah, I mean he he's about to drop a fucking bombshell. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. he's about to be like, hey, um, all that was a lie. Uh, this is bigger than finding out Ric Flair was the Black Scorpion. Cody is all I'm saying. Yeah, this is big news here. Um. While, while all this is, finding out Mr. America was Hulk Hogan. <laughs> while all this is happening, though, um, we also have some soldiers that ask for Peek and Porco, or Peek and Gallier. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you know they're walking with a Marleyan soldier. Uh, obviously, they're just again they're still Eldian, so the Marleyan soldier is kind of keeping keeping their distance, um, and leads them into like this this trap door basically where they both fall into, and so they're kind of out of the fight for now. Um, yep. And but before they go down there, uh, we do see Peek runs into like her her gunmen that ride on the back of her Titan. Mm-hmm. Um, and which which definitely factors in here. So they get trapped down in this in this I don't even know hole in the ground type thing. Um, and meanwhile, back back on the stage, um, Willie talks about what happened on Paradise Island and that Founding Titan had been stolen by Aaron Yeager. Uh, Aaron is a threat to them, obviously, because he's not he's not under the influence of the past king, King Fritz. Um, so Aaron basically wants to start a war. Um, meanwhile, uh, we're flashing back to Aaron and, and Rhina, and Chris Reiner's almost just in complete disbelief. Like, he cannot believe that he is there. He, he is so shook right now. Yeah, like he, he is, like, in tears shook, and Aaron's like, look, we're, we're just the same, like... Yeah, we're, we're, we're practically the same guy, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you you showed up and killed my mom and all this stuff, and destroyed our walls and our and our life and he's like now it's my turn <laughs> it's basically yeah. like <laughs> you killed me when soon. you had the Don't chance worry. like <laughs> yeah because you are fucked <laughs> like yeah uh, and then he, he he's begging aaron basically just to kill him and it's like aaron's like oh no. <laughs> i got i got other plans i got we're gonna do a lot more than yeah, <laughs> just okay. worry about we'll you over soon. yeah um and meanwhile, that's when Willie, you know, they're building up the music and everything. Willie declares war on Paradise, and that's when Aaron comes fucking... He's, like, in the room behind Willie and bursts out through the stage in his yeah. form. It's a very cool scene. Um, and and what we see happens to Willie, dude, like, just fucking... Just a snack, Chris. He becomes just a... <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Like, and that Cody that blew me the fuck away because I was like, "Oh, there's our big bad for this season." Willie Tiber is clearly the bad guy. Then we get the flashback, and I'm like, "Oh shit, he knows he's gonna die here." And when he when he got fucking killed by Aaron, I was like, "I don't know. I don't even know what's gonna happen anymore." I'm I'm along for the ride. Yeah, not, not only that I wasn't already. Yeah, not only killed by Aaron, but actually eaten by Aaron. And I think the only reason uh-huh. Aaron eats him is because just in case he's the one that possesses the Warhammer Titan. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just weird to see Aaron like actually eat a eat a person. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, episode six kind of starts off. We see a little bit of a flashback where Willie basically. Excuse me, I got the beer burps. Yeah, they they know that like they're 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 he believes that there will be an attack by by whoever's on Paradise Island. His enemies will attack during this event. Like he's he's pretty sure and. He wants to take advantage of this, which is also, Cody, why he invited all these diplomats and all these dignitaries. Because if they're going to be attacked, there's going to be some serious fallout from this attack. So, like, he is prepared. And it's one of those things that, like, well, if, these, if our allies and these diplomats get killed, that's just going to rally them to the cause. Yep. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's, it reminds me a lot of Commander Erwin, honestly. Like, when Commander yes, Erwin was like... very much so. These soldiers aren't going to just march to their deaths unless I go first. Like, it's very, yeah. very similar to that. Uh, I, I love the parallel there. That's actually really cool that you mentioned that. I never thought about that really until right now. That's 
Good stuff, Cody. Good stuff. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, and then back to present day. Aaron eats Willie, um, and he starts fucking just destroying the place. Chris, um, we see <laughs> poor Gabby and Colt. Like they're like almost shocked because he just bursted through. They look over. Chris, poor Sophia, just crushed <laughs> by a boulder. Fucking smushed. Yeah, she smushed. Udo goes over to try and help her. And they're like, no, Udo. And then Udo just gets fucking trampled right Fucking in front of them. trampled, dude. Chris, like, it's what? when you... It's like when Walmart on Black him... Friday, man. You just got... <laughs> Dog, when you see him get, like, trampled, like, the second time, and, like, his head, like, bounces off the ground, you're just like, oh, my God. That there's These poor kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were not ready for this. This is... But, Cody, what I love here, I'm, I'm glad you started going down that path. Paul, let's talk about the parallels here between what's happening now and what happened to Aaron and everybody in Chigashna and like in, in episode one. Yeah. It's very there's similar. Some, there's some it's very, very similar, which is the whole goddamn point. That's literally what Aaron told to uh to Reiner. He's like, it's okay. You're 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 about to get your just desserts right now, my friend. Yeah, it's like this is you know. <laughs> They drew first blood. What's, what's the old What's the old <laughs> saying, Cody? Uh, you know, the axe forgets, but the tree remembers. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then Chris, we see um, Laura Tiber, who is actually Willie's sister. Um, yeah. She is. My actually, God. She is actually the Warhammer Titan. And I love the way this Titan looks. By the way, what a cool design. But man, Chris, how cool is it when she first starts to go to transform? Like. <laughs> She doesn't even get her full cutscene in before Aaron has already beaten that ass. Oh like, my god, dude. Aaron is just a man unleashed. Yeah, it's like the the yellow flash that they always do when a new Titan shows up. And before mm-hmm. she can even get skin on, like he is already just Fucking. attacking. Um, right. But Chris, uh, the Warhammer has some cool powers. Like, Aaron's beating that ass, and then like all of a sudden he's impaled by this giant like white spike. <laughs> Yeah. Like and he's just hanging in the air like can't do anything while she's fully like transforming. And by the way, can we mention the animation in this season is oh, God. Blah. Yeah, we fucking can't. like we, we can't do this what's animation. happening now. Yeah. <laughs> the best animation in the show obviously, but like I, I don't know. Like it, this competes with like Demon Slayer in my opinion. I know Demon Slayer is yeah, a little flashier. Um but I think like I I oh prefer this. I prefer this over anything else, dude. Because the, these next few episodes are just like they're so gory in the best way. Like, there's a lot of really great shit happening. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. So she fully transforms into a Warhammer Titan, and they start fighting it out. Um, meanwhile, back in the hole where Peek and Porco are trapped, um, the Cart Titan. It's her Panzer unit is actually the name of it. Um, yes. They rescue them, um, and so now now they're out of the hole. Like they can come help. Um, and Chris, the Warhammer Titan is honestly like beating ass, like beating Aaron's ass, like pretty bad. <laughs> um, forces Aaron out of his own body, and just as she's about to kill Aaron, here comes we the, got the... Here, here comes fucking. The gang. <laughs> the fucking cavalry, baby. The scouts have arrived. On their the cool, fucking they got their scissor cool. me daddy, the acclaimed <laughs> have arrived. Yeah. We are here. They got the fucking blimp in the air and Mika's uh, rise. 
That's right. And they got, they're wearing the new ODM gear, dude. They have fucking, they have got the, the they, and she is fucking, Cody, she's got like nine missiles attached to her. Yeah, she shoots the Warhammer with like a million Thunder Spears. Oh my on God, the dude. The she neck. is in heat. <laughs> Which, unfortunately, doesn't kill it, but definitely gives Aaron enough time to get back, get his head back in the game. Um, meanwhile, back at, at the medical camp, um, Gabby and Gabby and Colt that show up with Udo. Udo's declared dead. It just fuels Gabby's rage even more. Uh, that's so, dude, that seems so hard where, like, Colt's holding him and is like, can you take the child at least? And the doctor's like, dog, he's dead. Like, that's like a, he's dead. Goddamn. Dude, that fucking, that hurts. Like, he's been carrying around this dead body since then. It's just like, like, it, 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 you get the say it's so crazy, Cody, how they do this in this show. Like, up to this point, these guys are the bad guys. Like, this, Marleyans, like, whatever's happening on this part of the world, they have been torturing and have been killing people in the world that we've gotten to know for three seasons. But somehow, they find a way to make us sympathize with these characters. Like, you hate to see innocent. Like, these are innocent people. Like, yes, they were they were training to become the next threat for the people over that we've known for the last three seasons. But no one wants to see a kid die. Yeah, yeah, they definitely do a very good job of storytelling. And, like, you don't really know who to root for. You just kind of just sit yes, back and exactly. see what fucking happens. Um, exactly. But, yeah, so Udo's dead. Um, Gabby heads back to the battlefield. Um Aaron, uh, this is where Aaron talking with Mikasa, because Mikasa, she hasn't seen Aaron in years, like I think three or four, or at least like two or three years. We don't really know until the next part of the season. Um, you can, she tells, she's like, come home. She's like, yeah. And then, I mean, she's like tears in her eyes and Aaron, you know, he's like, I think the body, I think the body of the Warhammer is actually underground because you see like this cord connected to the actual Titan. Mm-hmm. And so Aaron goes after that, and it's like a crystallized form, almost the same way that Annie did right before she was going to get killed. Uh, she turned to crystal. Um, and so he tries to break it open, can't do anything about it. Um, and before, or he's about to eat the whole entire thing, basically, and that's when Porco shows up and starts to attack. Um, <laughs> this is like surprise entrance after surprise entrance, Chris. It's <laughs> like a wrestling mm-hmm. show, because Porco shows up, and then Levi shows up, and then the fucking Beast Titan uh, shows dude, up. Dude, when <laughs> Levi shows up, dude, like, it's so hype, because Porco, Porco, I want to say, because, like, he's fucking Porco for her Galliard, we'll, you know, we'll call him, we'll, we'll interchange those names throughout the show, but, like, they're fighting, and he gets his first taste of Levi, and Levi beats that ass. Yeah, I mean, just, he slices, like, his joint, like, his jaws, because he's, like, about to eat, or yeah. he's about to bite Aaron, like, the nape of Aaron's mm-hmm. neck. He's like, my jaw is not working. What's going on? It's like, oh shit, Levi's here. And then you see all the fucking ODM gear going crazy. Dog. The fucking and then, like, Titan shows up. Peak shows up in the in the cart Titan. Like everybody. Dog, it's the up. fucking <laughs> Royal Rumble, dude. The, the <laughs> countdown's going down every two minutes. Cody, a new man enters the fray. Yeah, but like, there's that really cool scene with Porco where he's like. He sees all the scouts like coming. He's like, "Oh my god, they're not human! Like they're they're monsters. They are actual monsters. I can't believe I'm going to get killed by these guys, these devils." And then, and I think that's when like the, the cart titan shows up or something because yeah. she's fucking. <laughs> anyway, she starts blasting. <laughs> yeah, it's just one big reveal after another. Um, 
And then, um, Dude, we are the, we are fighting and we are destroying this city. By the way, yeah. And meanwhile, like like uh, Gabi and like Magath are kind of just like I mean, all they can really do is like watch as mm-hmm. everything unfolds because shit is just I mean, it's nonstop. But Gabi, bless her heart, she's like fucking scrappy dude. She's just like, let me at him, let me at him, and fucking uh, fucking Magath is like, no, no, we all need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and so while everybody's fighting, uh, Zeke's Beast Titan shows up, and like Levi's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, here we go!" Like Levi's ready to <laughs> hey, fucking. Sc- Levi's ready <laughs> to scrap. Uh, meanwhile, we finally see Falco again because turns mm-hmm. out Falco was like protected by Rhina. Rhina like partially transformed, um, mm-hmm. but Rhina's like almost in a coma. Which is very reminiscent of Aaron protecting Mikasa and Armin mm-hmm. from yeah. the from the cannons in season one. Yeah, and Reiner's, like, almost out of it. Like, he can't wake Reiner up. Like, Reiner's, like, uh-huh. he's like he should be healing by now, but he's not healing. Like, it's like, well, but he has to have the will to live, which Reiner really doesn't have. And so Falco's... Oh, like, no, he's been, he's been trying to blow his fucking face off with his own gun the whole season. Yeah, and so Falco runs off to find Gabi and Magath and any of the other survivors to try and, like, help kind of convince Reiner to, like, snap out of it. Um... <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Mikasa and Aaron, they have no way of getting inside Lara's, like, Warhammer's crystallized human form. And so uh-huh. Aaron transforms again back into his regular... Oh my god, dude. I think he this gets, part's so cool. He gets stuck at one point and, like, jumps out of his Titan and then retransforms, and then this is the third like, time. Like, almost been... instantly, <laughs> yeah. and, that's, and that, like, catches them by surprise. They're like, oh shit? Yeah. And... He, he can fucking do it like that? Yeah, like, he's been practicing. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. And so he gets out of the Warhammer's trap... And um, ends up, I, I guess it kind of happens in, in a couple different spots here, but Aaron eventually mm-hmm. uh, using fucking the Jaw Titan um, crushes like the crystal that the Warhammer's body was in. It's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Like, takes the crystal that Laura Tiber's in. Puts it in Basically, the Titan's mouth and like forces yeah, him to Yeah, just fucking like... like he's cracking a fucking walnut, dude. <laughs> Except, obviously, he drinks the blood, so he gains the power of the Warhammer Titan. And the whole time, like, Porco's like, no, stop, <laughs> yeah. stop, yeah, stop, like, what are you doing, stop? But Levi sliced Porco's jaw, so like he can't do anything about it. Like, there's, yep, there's... Right, so he's just, like, he's just like, like eating fucking walnuts, dude. Just... Well, that's like, he's happening, cracking Chris. crab legs, dude. Yeah. Well, that's happening. Levi once again annihilates the Beast Titan. Um, oh my no god! No fight there. Um, and then we, Chris, we actually flash to the to the outside. Like we see, like this boat approaching, like a, a gigantic boat, mm-hmm. like on this little canoe. Sure enough, Chris, dude, removes his hood and it's Armin, and Armin just immediately turns into his now colossal oh Titan. <sighs> And just and this is where the nuclear like every time this is where this is the only issue I've had with the show so far is like now all of a sudden it's like nuclear blast whenever the colossal titan shows up. Well, and I think they kind of touch on that a little bit. Um, so, so that like Armin shows up, the nuclear blast goes off, and they like, and then he like destroys all of their all of the port and all that stuff. Um, oh, he kills I, a lot of innocent people. I kind of brushed over it, but when Reiner was having his flashback earlier, we see like mm-hmm. all of the people that were selected, so, like Bertolt and Annie and Reiner and um, mm-hmm. Marcel, 
And I think Beartold, I think it's part of being able to control the Colossal Titan is whether or not you want that. I think that's just one of its abilities. It's like when it shows up, it can do that. Like okay, the, the okay, nuclear okay. Bomb. I think that's that's my excuse I'm going to give them. Um, I don't uh, know if I'll go with it. I mean, I'm sure when you get to that point in the manga, I'm sure there's probably some more detail behind it, hopefully. Um, yeah. No, it's, it sounds great. I'm, I'm here for it. But I think that's part of it. Um, but you can tell immediately Armin's like, he's like reflecting on Beartolt. Like, is this the view you saw Beartolt? Because like Armin, obviously Armin doesn't want to hurt a soul. But like, I mean, he's just killed a bunch of people. <laughs> a lot of innocent people that weren't involved. And Armin's got a new haircut, by the way. New haircut, fresh clip. Fresh clip. Yeah, he's he got a smaller bowl. Got his hair. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And he moved down to like a Tupperware dish instead of the fucking <laughs> bunt pan or whatever the fuck it was before. <laughs> the popcorn bowl before. That's um, right. But yeah, and that, and now now is when I think this is when Aaron like crunches up the Laura Tiber, it's the Warhammer Titan, and like McGath and them are like, we're loot. We, this fight is over. Like we are done. Not yeah. only that, we we're, also I mean. We're we also have like Sasha and Connie and the gang. I mean, they're annihilating soldiers left and right. Hanji's mm-hmm. kind of manning the deck up on the airship. Um, Armin eventually rejoins her up there. Uh, we meet Onyakapone, uh, who is a new mm-hmm. character that we've never met before. Um, and he, I think he's actually flying the the airship. Um, yeah, I say he's the the only black guy in in the show thus far. Yeah, and then uh, we also, I guess we don't really get a name for Helena yet. Um, she mm-hmm. was the one that was leading Porco and Peak to their trap that they mm-hmm. fell into. Um, but yeah, like, the Marleans are losing this war. Um, and, you know, while this has happened, Gobby's trying to make her way back. Um, some of the soldiers that are in town kind of stop her, like, Gabi, you know, it's too dangerous for you. And they end up getting shot by Sasha. And so from then on, mm-hmm. she kind of has, like, this grudge. She's fucking suns up, guns up at this point. Yeah, she grabs the rifle from the guy. Um, and, like, I mean, not only, like, also, Peak's unit gets entirely killed. Um, like Jean, Yeah, like, they, they wipe her ass out. Yeah, Jean, or Jean and Sasha take out them. Um, the cart titan's basically down for the count. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody is, like... The Marlins are losing. Uh, they managed to get Peak out of yeah. there, like McGath and some of, and like, I think it's McGath and Colt and some of them. Um, and Gobby's there too. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, they're they 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 have lost this <laughs> this battle. Um, yeah, they're fucked. Uh, and then Porco, after after Aaron uses his the, the Jaw Titan's jaws to consume the Warhammer Titan, he's about to eat Porco as well. And that's when mm-hmm. Gabby and Falco, watching from afar, they just yell yeah, for Ryan. Ryan dude. What yeah. a great scene. And this is where like my wife's eyes were like glued to the TV while, <laughs> while I was watching it. Because like, this, this is like a heavy scene. They're just like, please, God, come fucking save us, dude. Yeah, because I mean, for the last two, three episodes, they've just been getting their shit kicked in. Um, and even Ryder's just like, shut up. Like He, he hears it, but he's still like semi-conscious. Yeah. Um, but then he does show up. Um, not mm-hmm. much of a match for Aaron. Uh, he gets beaten, but he does manage to save Porco. Uh, and then Aaron's yep. kind of like, all right, I've reached my limit. I've transformed fucking three times. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Mikasa gets him out of there. Um, and kind of all of the scouts start rounding up and like getting back on the ship. Because Anji mentioned like they only have one pass through. Like whoever gets left yeah. behind is fucked. Like, sorry about mm-hmm. you. Um, and so they all start heading back in. Everybody's getting on the ship. Um, we see Gabi. Um, and we see Peak, and, like, Peak's all fucked up. Gabby's like, fuck this, I gotta do something. Like, so she grabs the rifle and charges after the airship. Manages to, like, fucking no-scope, <laughs> like, the last... There's some rando who's, like, hanging by his wire. He didn't get to the airship in time. He's just, like, fucking hanging by he, his wire. Yeah, he was, like, out there... He's actually Loboff, who was, like, a member of, like, the Survey Corps, like, the Garrison Regiment or something. Yeah, um, and some goof. And he was just making sure everybody else got on. He was, like, the last mm-hmm. one to join in. And Gabby just fucking sliding Splat. across the ground, <laughs> fucking no scope. Some shit out of, like, Call of Duty. That's <laughs> right. And he just hits the ground. and But, like, his ODM gear's still connected. And so she just runs up and grabs onto it. And, like, Sweep. and Falco's like, wait, Gabby, like, you can't go. And, you know, much to the dismay of Colt, who's running behind him, Falco grabs onto Gabby because he wants to protect her. And so these two just ride the ODM gear up to the top. Yeah, and, and meanwhile, Cody, what's happening on the ship is like they're they're like Aaron. What the fuck have you been doing this whole time? Yeah, Levi. Like they're like they're not ass. happy to see Aaron. Yeah, they're not happy to see him. Like Aaron's in trouble. He fucked up. Yeah, they cuff him. Um, and meanwhile, like Floke and the gang, like I mean, they're happy to get revenge and like, but like I mean, obviously they had to spill a lot of blood, so it's kind of Gene's kind of like hurting. It's very him. bittersweet. We get some some precious moments with like Gene, Sasha, and Connie, and all of it just goes mm-hmm. to shit, Chris. Because oh Bobby my god, fucking this... rolling onto the ship with her gun. Oh, this hurts. What happens here just hurts so bad. Because she, uh, like you said, man, she comes on the ship, she takes aim, and as soon as everybody realizes what's going on, Cody, we a shot gets fired and goes right through Sasha's chest, and it's just like no, 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 no. You hate to see it. <laughs> oh my god! Because it's a, was it right a, like Floke was right there. You could have just shot him. Yeah, because it, it turns out Cody to be a fatal wound. It is a mortal wound on uh, on Sasha here. Yeah, and uh, obviously Connie and Jean and everybody run rush to her side. And her last words are, "What? Uh, when do we eat? Or are we going to eat soon?" And you're just you're you just meat. start tearing <laughs> up. You're like, no. Yeah. Um. And of course, Connie runs in and oh. breaks the news to fucking Armin and Mikasa and Aaron and Levi and Hanji. They're all in like the other room, and Aaron's like fucking creepily like laughing. He at just it. starts like, laughing. Yeah, it's just like, oh my god, and dude! Like Sasha wouldn't have died if if you would like you would have never left. Like he, he like definitely blames Aaron for it. Um, and and then I mean, Chris, while while everybody's Concerned with Sasha, and obviously she passes. The rest of the soldiers are just beating the shit out of Gabby and Falco. They're just taking the fucking wood to their asses, <laughs> right, dude. Just rightfully so. Bare knuckles. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Uh, like, I, I wanted to get a punch in. I was so upset. Yeah, and then eventually, like, Gabby's, like, mouthing off. Like, wanting to take talk to whoever... Fucking Island Devils, charge. baby. Yeah, whoever's in charge of this mission, he's like, Levi's like, alright, you want to talk to him? I'll take you to him. Walks them two to the back room where Aaron's locked up, and not only is Aaron locked up, but so is Zeke. 
Zeke is there, oh, the beast shit. titan. And, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, he's part of And Gabby's of like, what? You're alive? You let them take you? It's like, what are you guys doing here? Mm. There's a lot, a lot to be, uh, there's a lot going on. Like, why is Zeke there? Why is he working with the bad guys? We just lost Sasha. Cody, fuck, what a, what a great place to stop this week. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, so much happening. Now, this is where my, my hatred towards Hot Topic begins, Chris. I've told you this story before, but yeah, oh my Hot Topic God. is the one that spoiled Saucer's death for me. Um, that hurts, man. Fucking bastards. Because honestly, man, her death is so important. So like it shapes so much of what we see moving forward. Oh, definitely. It's so important. It's so wild. Especially a lot of stuff with like Gabby. Like Yeah, with up, Gabby like, it's and like, it's like other see, like, the parallels between those two. Oh um, my god, dude. Yeah, pour so one out wild. for Sasha, take a drink for Sasha. Um, yeah, bottoms up. You know, next time Sasha you're having Miles. a baked potato, you know, just think of Sasha. Um that's right. I'm, I'm gonna be sitting there with my wife eating a baked potato. I'm just gonna start crying. She's gonna be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> and we have meat soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, I, while I'm glad it wasn't Connie because Connie's my boy, mm-hmm. and I have to protect him with everything I can. <laughs> oh my god, they're all just my sweet summer children now. <laughs> Even Gene, dude, you don't want to see another one go. If you it's really not Floke, don't. I want like Floke is the only character god. that I'm like, I fucking hate this guy. Yeah, that should have been should have been him. Yeah, like anytime anything bad happens, I'm like, you couldn't have just accidentally like, why couldn't that rock that killed Udo have just hit Floke somehow? Like, I would have been happy. <laughs> that could have just happened. Um, absolutely. Yeah, that is the first eight episodes of season four, also known it as the is. final season with humongous air quotes there. Um, oh yes, and this is exciting, Cody, because there's a lot of like this. This really, like I said, this this feels tonally different from what we had seen up to this point. And these first eight episodes really just set the bar for everything that we're going to see. Because we get a lot more gut-wrenching moments. We get some big, heavy story moments. We get some great action scenes. Like, there's season four up to where we're at now has just been just a, just a non-stop thrill ride. And I can't wait to I can't wait to dive into the next date. Yeah. So next week, guys, we will be covering episodes uh, sixty-eight through uh, seventy-five. So the last mm-hmm. eight episodes of part one of season four. Yes. No, that's very confusing. Um, yeah. I, I, things get heavy. I'll things get real heavy. In Chris, I'll be, episodes. I'll be diving in the moment this episode is done. Damn <laughs> I, right. I can't, I can't wait. I told you before oh, we started man. the cast, I think I finished, I was done watching these past eight episodes by Friday morning, and we record on Thursday oh, yeah. nights, so, like, just an easy watch, like, so enjoyable, like, so much shit going on, it's just great, like. Yeah, it's just put together so nicely, like, this is, season four might be one of the best, it's so good. And actually, speaking of which, I don't know if. I guess we haven't talked about our rankings. We've been too busy talking about Attack on Titan for a while. Um, oh, well, this this is still honestly, it's still at the top of my list. Like, say, it's, it's still not even list, close. Yeah. I guess yeah, I'll just go ahead and rank one. it finally at the end. Right now, it's number four on mm-hmm. my list. 
I'm starting to think it might be just fucking better than Bebop. I mean, I love Cowboy Bebop, but I, I, uh, some of that is just nostalgia speaking, for sure. Yeah, like, it doesn't have moments like this. Like, story-wise, like, AOT is just fucking leagues above Bebop. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll fully gasolina. rest in there. Um, yeah, man, just it's just incredible. And <laughs> we get we get we got twenty more episodes, Chris, and then we'll be all fucking all caught up. Oh, I think it's twenty, baby. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. So, and then I guess, how do we want to do it? Do we want to? I we'll cover the next eight episodes next week, and then the following twelve, and then after that, yeah. do we want to cover just that first. Because the part will be out. The part one will be out. Yeah, I am definitely down to just go right into that. Or Let's should do we, it. Or should we wait until it's dubbed? I'm. I'm I want to dive in. I, I, I think mean, I'm going to watch it. Like, I'm watching it no matter what. And I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd rather cover it while it's like super fresh because I can't wait to just fucking gush. Okay. All right. Well, we'll 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 definitely make an announcement then next week or the week after. Or yes. Um. But that'll probably be the plan we stick to. And then maybe we can do the OVAs after that. Hell um, yeah, brother. But yeah. Um, can't wait. So we'll be starting with episode 9, Brave Volunteers. Episode 68, technically. Um, the Brave Volunteers, man. What a, what a neat group of characters. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait. Um, yeah. yeah, Chris, that's that's pretty much all I got. Um, I'm just ready to dude, dive into this... more AOT. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling so, you, man. Dude, I, I, that's so all I want to do. I'm so excited for March 3rd. It's like a week and a day away. Like <laughs> It's right around the corner. I, I guess I picked the perfect time to catch up, right? Because uh, I won't have to wait like everyone else has had to. You suckers. You fools. Yeah, you you pulled the me, Chris, when fucking Game of Thrones was coming out. I started watching Game of Thrones like right before the final season started airing. So like when it started there you airing, go. I, was, I was all the way caught up. And I was like, dang, you guys had to wait for this? That sucks. <laughs> suckers showed up just in time um that's right fashionably late but yeah um that's that's all i got chris Any, anything else before we wrap this thing up no nah, man just fucking i'm just so ready to dive back in the show's so good it's just man i i can't I, I i got nothing dude i got nothing like just the the how i feel about this show i don't think words are are created <laughs> Words have been created just to to express how I feel about this show, man. Like it's just been, it's been one of the best anime experiences I've ever had. Probably not just one of the best anime experiences, but probably one of the best story experiences. I'm having just an absolute blast from 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 top to bottom. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, that's gonna do it for this week on Shonen and Suds, guys. I am Cody Snodgrass, and I am Chris Adams. And as always, thanks for listening.